0: Hello, ladies and germs, and welcome to this week's edition of Slade, the Buffyverse Revisited. I'm one of your hosts, I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm your other host, Je- Ted Theodore Logan! Okay, oh, okay.
0: alright then, sorry. Uh, Ted. <laughs> I guess I'll be Bill. Uh, I watched Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure earlier today. <laughs> yeah. I haven't watched the new one. Have you watched the new one? Uh, no, I haven't seen the new one yet. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I didn't really hear... Great things about it, so I've not uh, spent the time to watch it yet. But everybody knows the excellent adventure and the bogus journey were where it's at. Oh yeah, you
1: know, I think bogus journey might have been better than excellent adventure. It
0: might have been. I mean, uh, it was. Yeah, it was just excellent adventure with a little bit more budget behind it. You
1: know, right, right.
0: Anyway, James, how are you? What's up? What's new? What's been going on?
1: Same shit, different week.
0: Okay, all right then. Uh, well, that's good. I mean, at least it's not bad news. No, no. All right. No, all, all is good. Well, you know. I see that you are still no longer in the afterlife.
1: No, they, they've not come looking for me to to uh, bring me back to Purgatory. Your, your rescue uh, of me remains successful. Good,
0: good. I guess I should keep an eye out. They might be coming after me.
1: They could... They could come after after you. In fact, I was
0: watching TV and I thought I heard. I was like, "They're here," and then I was like, "Oh no, that's just static. Never mind." So, yeah, it wasn't them.
1: Oh, anyway, maybe, maybe that maybe that's what the next version of this podcast should be. Once we finish Angel, What's we that? should just review movies.
0: Just for, oh, okay, wow. Well, that would be we could do that forever. Right. We would never run out of content. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That could be a possibility. Uh, (laughs) Germs and James do cinema. (laughs) Germs and James do cinema. (laughs) Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. Uh, This week, we will be diving into season three, episode 19, Choices. We will. And um, spoiler alert, this bitch moves quickly. Uh, At least for me, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, I was like it definitely, all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute, we're at the this is like the wrap up part, like, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely is a very fast paced episode. Yeah. Yep. So uh anyway,
0: James, do we have anything to discuss from last week?
1: We do. Okay. We have um We have comments from Darlene and from our new friend, Catherine, who has apparently managed to catch up to uh, the episodes. Uh, Last we heard from Catherine, she was on uh, Inca Mummy Girl. Oh, wow, yeah. uh, She's
0: done some heavy listening, then.
1: She has. She has done some heavy listening and has now apparently caught up to us uh, in real time. So, welcome, Catherine. Welcome, welcome (laughs) to our world
0: of insanity.
1: Yes, um, so Darlene says uh, she thought the facial part of the demon costumes looked really bad around the eyes.
0: Yeah, you see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't look that closely to the face. Um, I didn't, so I didn't, I didn't
1: notice, notice it. Yeah, I didn't notice it either. My my immediate reaction was that they looked very much like the the fish monsters from yeah. uh, from um, Go Fish. Yeah. Um, she says she wrote down a couple of great Oz one-liners until I realized he was actually in more than a couple scenes, all with great one-liners.
0: Oh yeah. He always has the great one-liners.
1: He has some good zingers
0: in this, this episode too.
1: Yeah. She, uh, she, she points out a couple of them, but one I want to point out that she mentioned was one that I had meant to mention uh, when we were going over the episode last week and I spaced it. But it's uh, early in the episode when they're talking about the school newspaper mm-hmm. and um, uh, Willow makes a comment about how it's uh, negative or, or something along those lines. And Oz says, I don't know. I always go straight to the bits. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. The obi- Could it, you imagine that, the obituaries in your school newspaper? Your school newspaper, right. <laughs> but that would fit right in uh, in Sunnydale.
1: Right. Um, yeah, and you're right. He does have – he's got some great one-liners uh, in this episode. And he's got a uh, – it, it. not to jump too far ahead, and we'll talk more about it when it happens. He's got an extremely powerful – uh scene where he doesn't say anything. Yep, whatsoever. not a word. And it's it's so on point for Oz.
0: Oh yeah, it's totally Oz. Yeah. Like he's the only one um, that could have
1: done this. Right. You know? Right. Um she also points out that uh your high school, Jeremy, did have a newspaper and that she was, in fact, on the staff.
0: Yeah, yeah, I read that, and I was like, <laughs> wow. Well, that, I mean, that shows the difference in us, uh, student-wise. She was the good, you know, do-everything-right, uh, you know, good student, and I was not. <laughs> so <laughs> I took very little part in anything.
1: Um, she also uh, uh, reiterates what you and I had said Um she says, where is faith and why is no one concerned about where she is or what she's doing? Yep. Um, she says, uh, I'm waving the white flag to the two of you regarding your dislike of Xander. Now this episode was filled with reasons. Yes. He's a teenage boy, but ick. yeah, exactly.
0: So it's like, you know, like we've said a million times in the era, this was written in, um yeah, no not really a biggie, but now when you look back right. on it it's like, ooh, that is wow.
1: Right. Yeah. Um she goes on to say Buffy being so upset and snarky about Angel having kissed Faith was super annoying. I talked to the screen more than once telling Buffy to chill the hell out. You asked him to do it. After reminding myself that she's a teenage girl, And the writing having turned away from that ridiculousness as the episode progressed, I was able to let the annoyance go.
0: Yeah, it was definitely Uh,
1: an annoyance. uh, She says, as soon as we heard Xander's thought next to Buffy on the on the bench... I did a double take because I didn't remember that having ever happened before. My brain immediately realized that was the aspect of the demon Buffy acquired just seconds before the camera zoomed in on Buffy realizing it. Yeah. Um she says, now as someone whose answer to the popular question, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? has always been invisibility and or the ability to read minds. I immediately perked up at realizing hearing the thoughts of others was the aspect of the demon Buffy acquired, but it didn't take very long for it to start driving me crazy. The superpower will never again be one I wish for.
0: <laughs> yeah, it would drive me... Uh, well, it's obvious how they, why they did that in the episode, because it would drive you insane. If you can't, like filter it or shut it on and off or whatever yeah it would it would just make you
1: insane right i think you know and that is she's right i mean it's it's a very popular question i mean i couldn't even tell you how many times in my life i've been asked if you could have one superpower what would it be Mm -hmm. you know and you know a lot of people do say oh i'd like to read people's minds or i'd like to be invisible or you know I, I think either of those two are probably the worst choices. Yeah. Well, like, Invisible would be cool if you can control it, like turn it, it on and off. Well, I think either one of those, if you had the ability to control them, like yeah. turn them on and off, yeah. would be fine. Yeah. But, but If it's if just you're on all situa- the time. <laughs> right. If you're in a situation where you're just constantly hearing everyone's thoughts, like, yeah, yeah no, that's going to be awful. Yeah. And if you're in a situation where you can never be seen by anyone, Mm -hmm. that's also eventually going to become pretty fucking awful. Yeah. Well, James, uh,
0: uh, if you could choose any superpower, what would your superpower be?
1: I would like to fly. (laughs) I'd like to be able to fly. See,
0: that's the same as me. That's my, most people that I ask me that or I ask that to never have, mine's always the ability to fly. I mean, I'm talking like Superman, not get on a fucking airplane. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah.
1: Right and it's solely like it's solely because air travel is so expensive <laughs> <clears> oh <throat> uh, see i've
0: wanted to i've been that way since <laughs> i was a ki- literally a kid i was like if i could have it, if i could do anything that superheroes do it would be fly
1: oh yeah 100% and yeah. it's solely like i joke about the air travel being expensive yeah. thing but it is and i maybe for you too it is solely just the idea of being able to like I'm here right now, and I could, you know, lift off the ground and be in Portugal in 30 minutes yeah. with the gift of flight. Yeah, that, you and know?
0: well, it's, that, and the other thing I always would love, always loved and, and considered one of the ones I would choose would be the ability to like teleport. Right. Like where you just, you're just, you think, you know, say, uh, London, England, poof you're there right that gosh yeah that would be
1: my my three have always been flight teleportation or super speed yeah yeah travel based
0: we're we're we're, we are very responsible uh adults with our choices it's all travel based
1: (laughs) it's all travel based yeah it's all based around the ability to get from here to anywhere else very quickly like that yeah (laughs) very quickly yeah um I also, you know, kind of along the same line, lines as people always debate um, immortality, uh-huh. and I, I personally don't think I would want any sort of immortality. Any any type, no matter what.
0: Mm. No. See, I think I would. I really do. Um, if if there. If it was, say, for instance, Highlander type immortality, as far as you, there is still a way to die. Um, right. But if it's the type of immortality where there's literally no, like, you're just, you're, you're going to live forever. Like, no matter what. There's nothing that can kill you. Well, yeah, I don't think I'd be interested in that. Right.
1: Yeah. So even, even like the Highlander style immortality, I don't, I don't know. Like, the idea of l- literally spending lifetimes watching people you love die.
0: Oh, yeah, but like, get old.
1: Yeah. Um, but it could also uh, be loads of fun. Uh, yeah. Um, she says that Xander's questioning the openly gay student in the cafeteria and the guy's assumption that Xander was gay and wanting to come out was hilarious. Good old Larry. Um, Good old Larry. After Angel gives Buffy the antidote drink, he kissed her on the forehead. Oh my god, swoon. By the way, it wasn't until this moment that I understood Angel's attraction. He did nothing for me before this. Oh. Um well, it only took I, uh, basically three full seasons. <laughs> three full seasons. You know what though? Like I get it. Like, because it was something I thought about watching this episode was that i kind of i wish we got more of this buffy and angel Mm -hmm. as a as a couple relationship throughout the previous seasons
0: well they're clearly ramping up their um their relationship and their
1: closeness for a reason. <laughs> right. I get that. I yeah. I 100% get that. Yeah. But I still I was like this is I really wish they had like they had started doing this long before when they're doing it now. True. Um but that being said, I've always been a bangel shipper yeah. from from when the show was originally on. Yeah. Like um, you know the whole star-crossed lovers uh, trope. Not to
0: not to mention that you yourself have been deeply in love with David Boreanaz since day one.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. Um. Um. So as a first-time viewer, I loved this episode and disagree with your ratings. Oh, how dare you! I give it a four point eight epic Oz one-liner. Wow, I loved everything about this episode. The storyline was great. The dialogue was well-written and entertaining. Just a couple scenes in, uh, Buffy's reaction to learning Giles and her mom had sex was hilarious. And for me personally, this was the first episode in which I truly bought and felt Angel's love for Buffy and the lengths he'd go to for her. I got past the poor demon costuming around the eyes, but couldn't get past the complete non-concern about faith, which is why I couldn't give this a complete five. Otherwise, this was my favorite episode yet. Holy shit. And we shit all over this, didn't we? In our ratings? We, I mean, we we gave it... You gave it a two. I gave it a three. Oh, wow. So, oh. so yeah, we were kind of harsh on it. Okay. Um, but, you know, I mean everyone's entitled to be wrong yeah exactly she, she there's so, there, so she there comes wrong, a time that she fine. has there's
0: nothing wrong with that right she can be wrong and it's, it's, and it's okay right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no no uh 100 percent i i acknowledge and respect that that rating i mean you know if you if you got that much out of the episode good on you yeah because L- i know. sure I mean, as shit didn't <laughs> and and i something i said last week and i don't disagree like i think the i think the story was was good i think the writing was good um what else did she say in here she thought was good the um the relationship
0: between the two
1: um ju- 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 and the di- yeah the the storyline was great the dialogue was well written and entertaining um, yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I think it was a good storyline. I think the, the writing was on point. Uh, the episode as a whole just just didn't work for me. Yeah, it, it, it just, just at the, end, the
0: At the end, it, it was a good all good ingredients, but the, the, the pie came out tasting like shit for me, so.
1: Right. Like literal shit. Um, <laughs> so, so that's what Darlene had to say. Uh, Catherine says... I've always enjoyed this episode. Pretty much any episode written by Jane Espenson, I love, and and I'll I'll agree. Jane Espenson is probably one of the best writers uh, to come out of the show. She's definitely um, one of the one of the names that fans um, you know n- know well because of her work on the show and how tied into. Like the out the really good episodes of the show, she is. She is. Um, her Marty Noxon, yeah, David Mart- Fury. Marty Noxon is definitely the big one I know. Right, um, David Fury, who who uh, goes on to co-create the um, uh, Mad Max Fury, our, Fury Road. <laughs> no, our spinoff, <laughs> um, the uh, uh, Angel. Yes, the Angel spinoff. Um, uh, the, the whole school shooting thing Was a bit, was a, a bit rough um, The whole mind reading thing And how SMG played it And how everyone reacted was great And I agreed with Buffy When she talked to Jonathan Nobody cares because they are so busy With their own shit They don't have time for, every, for anyone else And well, teenagers are kind of self-absorbed anyway The giant gun to kill himself always was a head scratcher to me. Yeah. That drove me crazy. Like you could have had the same effect of thinking he was the bad guy with a smaller gun, but he could realistically hurt himself instead with it. I still die laughing over Buffy learning about Joyce and Giles and I'm with Darlene about swooning over the forehead kiss Angel gives Buffy. I wanted to be her so bad as a teenager. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? You, you and me both, girly. <laughs> <laughs> um, kind of want to be her now. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to have
0: her bank account, that's for sure.
1: Uh, also Freddie Prince Jr. is dreamy. Is he?
0: Is he? The, is he dreamy?
1: <laughs> um. I kinda want I kinda want to touch on the whole Xander is a creep thing. Good. We would live L- Yes, you to.
0: let's touch on that.
1: <laughs> I watched the show in its original run from the first episode, and as a teen I thought he was so cute and funny. That's what yeah. everybody felt like back I then. I mean, you know, minus the cute part. Like I thought Xander was hysterical. Yeah, exactly. Like back then. I'm one hundred percent with you so mm-hmm. far, Catherine. Mm-hmm um but even then some of what he would say would make me say ew but you know it was the 90s and boys will be boys was kind of the attitude but watching it as an adult even before all the bad behaviors came to light i realized for the most part i cannot stand him he is gross and misogynistic yeah he has a few funny lines here and there but looking back, almost all of the issues that happened between Buffy and the Scoobs is instigated by Xander. I sort of wanted to punch him in the face quite a few times. LOL. Thank you, Catherine. Thank, yes, yes, thank
0: you for, for, for uh, verifying our thoughts. It's, you know, with Xander, I think it can all, the whole thing can be summed up really simply. And, and that is that character did not age
1: well. No,
0: you know, it just and
1: it's like we've talked about before. It's it's a combination of things. You and I have agreed that that a part of it is seeing a a good part of who we were Mm -hmm. at at that time in Xander. Yeah. And and not being comfortable with it because not wanting to relive it. (laughs) Right. Because, you know, 25 plus years on, we've grown and not only as individuals have we realized that that behavior is unacceptable, but, and this to tie into something Catherine said, I think collectively, for the most part, as a society, especially generations after us, have collectively agreed that the idea of boys will be boys is utter bullshit. Yeah, it's not, that doesn't, yeah, that, that's
0: unacceptable. That doesn't, you can't just say boys will be boys, okay? Go rape some people,
1: you know? Right, exactly. You like know. here, the only time I want to hear "boys will be boys" is when my my nephews come in from outside and they're covered in mud.
0: Exactly. That's you know, where boys the, will be boys. I think that's you know. where the where the saying was intended to lie, and then it was just right. stretched into well, anything a man does,
1: boys will be boys. You know? Right, and that's it's complete and utter bullshit. And I'm, I'm very glad that as a society, pretty m- for the most part, we're collectively agreeing to, like, move away from using that as an all-encompassing, uh, write-off for men's bad behavior. Well, those you of know? us that you know have sense. Right, that are willing to grow and change with, right. as times grow and change. Like I said, the only time I want to hear that phrase is when my nephews come in covered in mud, when one of them gives the other one a black eye because they were wrestling. Yeah. You know, or, you know, one of them eats a worm because, <laughs> I mean,. Yeah. C- Let's feel like boys, boys will eat a bug, boys will eat, boys will eat an insect in a heartbeat, yep. you know, when they're little, like, yep. you know, I, I don't, I don't want to hear that phrase being applied when, you know, uh, you know, frat boy, Timmy gets arrested for raping, you know, Sheila behind the dumpsters, right. you know, right. at, 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 you know, on campus, right. you know, and yet but, it still happens yeah it does Uh um but hopefully we can you know as a society we can keep growing and and uh kind of furthering that idea that you know and that as an all-encompassing phrase for the horrible things some men do is not acceptable right and that and that Honestly, using it, in my opinion, does more harm to to little kids than it does good.
0: Oh, yeah. You know, you're 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 making him think, oh, I can do pretty much anything. And it's just right. You're you're.
1: 100%. One hundred percent. You're teaching yeah. little boys that they can get away with anything because boys will be boys. And you're teaching little girls that boys can get away with anything because boys will be boys.
0: Yeah. How come it never you got know. to how come
1: girls never got to just be? Well, uh, girls will be girls? Right. Something else kind of tied into this. And and I my not that I would ever want to tell any parent how to parent their child. But oh, there's I have, some I would like to tell. Let me tell you. But I have pointed out to my sister in the past that she has on occasion been the type to, you know, um, oh, with my older niece, like, oh, little Johnny pulled your hair? Well, that must mean he likes you. N- no. <laughs> no, that means little Johnny's a dick. That means little Johnny's a dick. Yeah. don't, And, and you should punch little not, Johnny in the fucking throat. Do not, you know... And I've I've told her, if you drill that idea into her head when she's little like this, that boys that like her do bad things to her, mm-hmm. that's not going to play out well for her later in life. Right. It, I, it's just
0: not. Right. Uh, 100%. You know. Because like and, I said, if I had a daughter, I would have said, listen, next time little Johnny pulls your hair... You punch little Johnny. See that little thing in the throat? Punch him in that as hard as you fucking can. As hard as you fucking can. Try to get your fist to the back of his
1: neck. Right. And then I'll bet um, you
0: little Johnny won't pull your fucking hair anymore.
1: Right. And and that's that You know, kind of ties into the whole boys will be boys thing. And, yeah. And what it all boils anyway, down we, to
0: is boys and men need to get their asses kicked
1: a lot more. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, by by women. Oh yes, yes. And and honestly,
0: by other guys. Yeah, who guys see them who aren't doing... scumbags who'd be like, you know what? Let's go kick that guy's
1: ass. He's a real dick. You know. Right.
0: Right. Yeah, I'm for that. So.
1: Um. But anyway, we kind of veered off track a little bit. Sorry. Did we? We never uh, do um, that. Come on. Now. <laughs> um, but uh, I I don't know. Sometimes I think it's it's important to to voice these things, you know, out out loud. Sure. You this know, this is a
0: this is a, a social uh, experiment of a show here too. So it's not just Buffy and Angel. It's also right. little Johnny's a dick.
1: Right. It's also little Johnny's a dick. And if he's pulling your your daughter's or your nieces or your sister's hair, you need to tell her to punch him right in his fucking throat. Right. And, and knock that shit off. Right. Until he gasps like, for air and possibly right. passes out. Possibly passes out and then she needs to be like listen Johnny if you're doing this because you like me you need to knock it out and you need to like buy me some flowers take me to dinner and and come at me correct motherfucker (laughs) and come at me correct or you're getting curb stomped next time (laughs) right right. Uh, otherwise, I'm going to get a hold of Uncle Germs and J- Uncle James. <laughs> yep. And your shit's getting fucked up again. And and, and they're going to shit. And, and even though you're 10 days.
0: and they're in their 40s, they will beat your ass.
1: I will beat a 10 year old's ass. I will ass. fuck a 10 year old up. I will fuck a 10 year old up. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Uh, that, that's my niece, motherfucker. I will right. fuck up your world. That's right. I will fuck your, you
0: will fucking, I, you will limp the rest of your goddamn life. You will limp
1: the, when you're 50, people are going to be like, how'd you get that limp? And you're going to fucking lie to them because you're going to be so embarrassed. Yep. That, that this, you got that limp when you were 10 years old. From these old motherfuckers. <laughs> from a, from an gave, old man. That gave zero shits. That gave zero shits that you were only 10. Yeah. All they cared about. Was that you were potentially gonna grow into a douche nozzle? Yep, and they had to put an, a fucking stop to that <laughs> immediately. Because this world has to, got plenty of those already. And they said, "Nope, we're gonna end this
0: right now." Yep, you will not grow up to be a Republican.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> not on my watch. Not on my watch, Johnny. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, that's all we have for the comments. Thank you, Darlene. Thank you, Catherine. Um, I especially want to say, uh, thank you to Catherine. Um, because she did, uh, at one point in her comments, piggyback off of Darlene's comments and reviews. And, uh, as much as, uh, as much as Jeremy and I love, um, getting comments and reviews from, from you guys, uh, I really enjoyed seeing that uh kind of um uh interaction, I guess so to speak, right. for, for lack of a better term. Um, our our between... community
0: is coming together. Exactly. It is blossoming
1: it, like a flower. Exactly. That made me um it it truly made me happy um to see um to see Darlene's comments uh referenced in Catherine's cuz like you you just said Jeremy it, it does kind of show that uh the community is um is growing a little bit is uh is uh blossoming as you said and he so, was uh,
0: he's telling the truth he was very ha- he was he was tearing up
1: yeah tears in my eyes he called me chunk. to
0: tell me and he was all choked up he was like i, you, <laughs> I promised myself i wouldn't cry <laughs> I, I, I promised myself i wasn't going to do this Jeremy but <laughs>
1: Did she? Did you see the comments? Did you see them? Catherine, Catherine, references Arlene's comments in her comments. It's so beautiful. And he's like, oh, 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 oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but no, seriously, it is it, it is uh, a pleasure to see, and uh, and we we love seeing that kind of um, interactions um, between. Uh, members of of the community um, so to speak Um, and and of course as always please you know everyone uh, and anyone listening feel free to leave us comments uh, reviews criticisms we we love them all so Mm -hmm. that being said do you have anything else jeremy i have absolutely fucking nothing all right then since that's the case, how about, okay, you know, it's Memorial Day weekend. It is. Lots of people are uh, are having uh, having their little barbecues, their little Memorial Day weekend cookouts. Mm-hmm. Um, are you attending any this uh,
0: weekend? I think we're going to do. Yeah, I think we're going to have a little a little uh, cookety cookety out tomorrow. Okay, nothing um, big. Attended- nothing nothing bigger, major.
1: Right. Yeah, I attended one today. Um I will be attending another one tomorrow. How about yes. If Jeremy, you and I and our Slade listeners mm-hmm. and wa- and viewers slate sinners our slate sinners. <laughs> I don't know how I feel I don't about, know about that. that. Well, you guys let us know. We'll, we'll work on that. that. Yeah, we'll work on yeah, that. You guys l- let us know in the comments uh, what you would like to be called. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, how about if I throw some dates and deets onto the grill for us? I was going to say and you fire up that have, grill, baby. And we have ourselves a Memorial Day barbecue. With some dates and deets. And some corn on the cob. 100% some corn on the cob. Alright,
0: I'm down. Because it's corn! I'm down, I'm down. It's log, it's log. It's better than bad, it's good.
1: Right, okay. right. Okay. So as previously stated, we'll be <laughs> diving into Buffy the Vampire Slayer Season 3, Episode 19, the 53rd episode of the series overall. What? We are so close to being able to syndicate. I know, dude, and show. we're going to get that sweet, sweet syndication money. Sweet, sweet syndication money. Uh, our, ep- our episode title this week is Choices. Our episode director this week is James A. Contner, and our episode credited writer is David Fury. Our original air date was David May 4th. David Fury
0: Road, please, if you don't mind.
1: Our episode credited writer this week is David Fury Road.
0: There we go. There we go. Uh our original air date
1: <laughs> was May fourth, nineteen ninety nine on the now defunct WB network. Damn, twenty-four
0: Br- fucking years ago, man.
1: Twenty four fucking years ago. Brief sidetrack. Um uh the the finale of the flash aired on the CW this past week. Okay. I don't watch any of that stuff. No, I know you don't. But that effectively means that the WB slash CW, as uh, as we've known it for since nineteen ninety seven, practically is gone. Oh, the, C- no, the CW it, is now no longer a thing. Well, no, it's still a thing, but oh. I'm saying as a as a network for young adults, I guess. Oh really? I mean, yeah, I mean because
0: you know, they're pulling all of the DC stuff to Yeah, um, I mean, all of that it? all
1: that stuff's gone now. So it, like this Have they actually this, said that they're going to make
0: like a format change or
1: uh it it seems they're going to go towards more reality television, less scripted television because it's <laughs> That's when you're just throwing in the fucking towel.
0: At that point when you're going to go reality you're just like, fuck it, guys. Let's just... We have lost all credibility as creators. We've right. lost all creativity. Um, let's just go for a quick buck and do some horrible, horrible garbage and pretend like it's reality.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's also um, um, reality shows are, are far cheaper than scripted television. Certainly, but... Um,
0: boy. That doesn't so, mean they're good because I don't, I can't think of one that I've ever seen that I didn't think was, except maybe what started it all, which was like the first few
1: real worlds. Oh, yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. 100%. I agree. Um, but, but yeah, so the, the, uh, the, the CW, which of course was, was the WB. Um, kind of as we knew it from this this era of television just it doesn't exist anymore RIP so,
0: that's all I can say yeah.
1: wow uh, our nielsen rating for this episode was 3.6 million households when it first aired ranking it 90th out of the 124 network primetime shows for the week, and fourth out of the 15 primetime shows airing on the WB for the week. Our another another, rate, another
0: low low score there. That's I think that's two weeks in a row.
1: Yeah, and last week we tried to justify it um, because, it uh, as you may remember, and put to the end. Yeah, right. It it it, it aired almost a month after the 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 season finale so we were kind of like people probably didn't realize it was going to be out there or whatnot but this this rating kind of uh, begs to differ <laughs> i'm gonna
0: i'm gonna chalk it up to my girl cordelia she hasn't uh, been in the last two episodes all that much oh
1: we're gonna talk about your girl cordelia in this episode Ooh, yeah, my friend we yeah we are um, I could talk about my our, girl
0: Cordelia all day.
1: Our regular cast, as always, includes Sarah Michelle Geller as Buffy, Nicholas Brendan as Xander, Allison Hannigan as Willow, Charisma Carpenter as Cordelia, David Boreanaz as Angel, Seth Green as Oz, and Anthony Stewart Head as Giles. Our guest stars this week include Christine Sutherland as Joyce Summers, Harry Groner.. <laughs> <laughs> As Mayor Richard Wilkins, Alexis Denizoff as Wesley Wyndham Price, and Eliza Dushku as Faith. I forgot to add Mr. Armin Shimmerman as Principal Snyder. That's right. Say his name. Armin Shimmerman. Goddamn right. (laughs) Love me some Armin Shimmerman. Um, You know, something I don't think we've mentioned... Uh, but I think we're both aware of, and I'm sure the listeners are aware of too, Alexis denisov and Alison Hannigan are happily married in real life. Yes, with, I believe, two or three kids. Two or three kids. I've, not at this point. Yeah, you know, I think I think it's a, during in show, his, but
0: his run in, in Angel, I believe, is when they kind of got together, right? I
1: believe so, yeah. yeah. I believe so. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, Uh-oh. he's not English, by the way. Yeah, he's also not English. <laughs> yeah. There's literally only one English person on this show, and it's Giles. Oh, I James thought you were going to Mar- say it
0: was uh, Joyce.
1: <laughs> yeah, Joyce is the only English person. Well, she's no, she's, doing it. she's American actually accent. she's actually French. She's French, as we know. <laughs> right. Um, no, the only actual English person on the show is uh, Anthony Stewart Head. Um, James Masters is also not English. He just does a very good English accent. Yes. Um. Our episode synopsis this week reads, While Buffy's plans to leave Sunnydale and go away to college are quashed by faith, Willow fields offers from prestigious colleges.
0: Yes, well, I didn't get mine copied down. Oh. So, (laughs) I completely forgot. Okay, spoiler alert, a little peek behind the curtains here. I have a template for my notes that I... And then I, I I reuse it each each week, and fill yes, in. Yes, that's the... why it's a
1: template.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Smart ass. <laughs> well, anyway, I just completely um, left that blank. Um oh, interesting.
1: I don't know, uh, guys. I want to apologize. I don't know why my camera keeps going dark.
0: Yeah, it's so fucking weird. I mean, I. It's my fault. I gave you the camera and it's
1: it's a clear piece of shit that needs to be replaced. I don't um, know why it keeps doing. It. it seems like every week there is a new camera problem. You need to get the like,
0: camera that I have. I don't know if you've noticed, but my camera's just it's just it just it's a workhorse. It just does its thing and
1: it yeah, doesn't like, fuck
0: around. I don't have like
1: woo, woo, you know it doesn't Right. Right. If my camera is not inexplicably zooming in and out on my face, it is inexplicably going dark. I I don't know why. Yeah. I so I, I apologize. Yeah. Um I think we. I think. Uh. I think we need to get maybe, you a new camera. Maybe. Uh, maybe the sponsors can increase the budget before season four, oh, and okay. I, can, I can afford a camera. Oh. Okay. A new
0: camera. Well, mine only. I think this Logitech camera is
1: only it was not expensive let's put it that way no no um uh, okay so you don't have an episode synopsis to read no i have nothing i have a big fat fucking nothing you literally could have been googling imdb while i was going through dates and deeds yeah and but we i mean, never I, would have known
0: right but i like to be real i like i like okay. to keep i like to keep it 100
1: okay Okay. 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 That's that that's fair. That's okay. fair. So we open our episode with in the mayor's office and he is giving Faith a gift. Faith who was inexplicably absent last episode yeah. along with the mayor. Along with the fucking big bad. Right. Who in in the the final 5 episodes here probably should not have been missing for uh, no. one no. entire episode. No. But that's neither here nor there um, uh, uh, it's an early reward for going to the airport to uh, pick up um, something crucial to the uh, to his ascension um, which spoiler alert it's a dildo <laughs> it's, it, it's I don't know um, how many people how many of you out there are familiar with um, the various types of dildos. <laughs> um, but this one is what's known as the great American challenge.
0: Yes. Yes. Of, 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 um, uh, God, what was it called? A uh, uh, Gavrock, the great Amer- American challenge of Gavrock.
1: Right. And again, for those unfamiliar, the great American challenge is a, it's a three foot, uh, dildo. Right. It's sometimes,
0: Um, uh, in some circles, it's known as the Vlad. Um. Right. Because it'll (laughs) impale you. Because you're impaling yourself.
1: And in smaller circles, uh, it is uh, often referred to as uh, the James. Anyway. uh,
0: (laughs) You you had it right when you said smaller circles. (laughs) Oh! oh, 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 oh. Son of a bitch. You son of a bitch. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you.
1: I'll be here all week. Tip your waitress. You know what? This I'm not getting a better camera before season four. I'm getting my own soundboard. <laughs> 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 Is what I'm doing. Uh. Yeah. Um. Uh, do, 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 do. Uh, where was I? Uh. She's picking something up at the airport. Uh, for him. That's crucial. Crucial to his ascension. Um she opens the gift and it is a uh it's a knife it's a big old honkin' knife it's a knife it, it is a knife <laughs> um and uh, again like wilkins is so fucking like wholesome evil yeah throughout this entire scene like Pulls out, he's, the, he's, pulls out the saran wrap to cover up the, the plate of cookies. He, I was just going to say, he's got a plate of chocolate chip cookies for her. Like, and he has the saran wrap in
0: the drawer of his desk by the way. Yes. When he first yes. pulled it out, I was like, is he just going to start like wrapping it around? <laughs> I thought he was going to wrap the knife up so she didn't <laughs> cut herself, you know? Um,
1: uh, so then we cut to uh, a cemetery and Buffy and Angel are fighting a couple of vampires. Wait,
0: she's fighting what? Good Lord. That damn music, man. Every time. Every time Angel shows up. I don't, I don't get it. It's so
1: weird. so weird. Maybe someday um, we'll
0: understand its meaning.
1: Maybe someday we will. But as of right now, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. It's right up there with the greatest mysteries: Who shot Kennedy? Yep. Yep. Does Bigfoot exist? Yep. Why did Bigfoot shoot Kennedy? Right.
0: Why is James hung like a gnat? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard the term uh, uh, "a button on
1: a fur coat"? <laughs> you go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, for one. I'm clean shaven down there. Okay?
0: Whoa, whoa! Right. Are we, you are you saying that you're
1: in fact manscaped? We value personal hygiene oh. in this house. Okay. okay? We as so, yeah. in just you, me. Because yeah, you're the only one me. there? <laughs> yeah, I'm the only one here. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm the only one that benefits from the personal hygiene. <laughs> but regardless, we value it here. Okay. Okay. So we keep we keep a clean playground. All right now now,
0: okay, from the waist below, I'm talking legs every you you completely shave everything right because that's the only oh. way to do it. No. Come on now. No. you have to do it all. you have to be completely hairless from the legs or from the waist down. Oh, look at that. Look, can you see that? Can you look at can you see that? Look at that hair. That is a lot of that is a lot of pale meat.
1: <laughs> it is, yeah. I haven't started wearing shorts yet for this for this for the season, um, uh, and I haven't been to Michigan yet uh, this summer, so I haven't had I haven't been lounging on the beach for hours on end. Sorry, Michigan uh, <laughs> I know you, uh, you Indiana folks don't uh, don't acknowledge Michigan's existence.
0: No, it doesn't exist.
1: Right. Um, but anyway, what were we talking about? oh buffy we, oh that's buffy right. and angel yeah, yeah 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 that's right it's a, it's a buffy podcast is not it a, not, are you sure not a not a, not a I, james think just, james I think it's just i think it's just
0: podcast i think it's just jeremy and, <laughs> Jer- i think it's just jeremy and james are idiots podcast we happen to talk about buffy a lot but
1: <laughs> right yeah <you know. laughs> it's part of us being idiots right right um so anyway yeah buffy and angel are fighting some vampires in a cemetery. Um. Uh this is this is a great scene. Oh yeah. Like I love it. So she Angel I if I remember correctly Angel dusts the vampire and Buffy accidentally tosses another one at Angel. Yeah. And and he collides with Angel and knocks him down and literally she's like sorry honey. <laughs> and Angel just lays there and cries. He does. It's he so cries. uncomfortable, like a big vampire baby.
0: Yeah, he's just like I can't believe you did
1: that. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, no, uh, and they end up dusting him too, and then <laughs> Buffy is overly concerned about how they might be in a rut. Yeah, and in she- the midst of a fight. well the fight's over at that point yeah they dusted the last vamp and she's like is this is is this our future you know you know and she's like i feel like we might be in a rut and angel's like a rut like what the fuck are you talking about yeah and she's like well i just feel like you haven't taken me any place (laughs) anew Yeah, and then he talks about a fire demon from earlier. He's like he's like what about the what about the fire demon nest in the cave down by the beach. Yeah. He's like I <laughs> thought it was pretty cool. Uh and then uh they hear a growling off camera, presumably more vampires, and they go to take care of it and that is our cold open for the episode. It is. It is our cold open.
0: Uh when we come back, there is a massive house fire. Uh, no, I'm not gonna go down that road this week. no uh bu- sure you're not. Well, not in this scene at least. <laughs> Buffy Buffy I've noticed she's sitting at her at the island in her kitchen at home and she's having a PB and J, which I was like, damn right SMG damn right. Um looks like she's doing a bit of homework. Mom comes in and she's all like. When were you not were you not going to tell me and Buffy's like uh sorry and she takes off her mom's earrings but that's not what it's about. Um Buffy got accepted to Northwestern University. And I thought didn't we okay, it might have even been last season or it was this season but earlier on, but I swear didn't they already have this conversation that like yeah, she got into some colleges but She can't go anywhere.
1: Um, I don't think it was, I don't think it was, yeah, she got into colleges. I think it was um, just the she can't go anywhere conversation.
0: Okay. I just, I thought we had already been down this road, but anyway, Buffy doesn't want to deflate her mom's, uh, you know, happiness. So she just kind of lets her get excited, and she's like, I'm going to call your aunt because they live in Illinois, and and I'm going to tell them, and I was like, Illinois? Who gives a fuck about Illinois? I couldn't figure that part out.
1: (laughs) son of a bitch. No, uh... son of a bitch. Also, who... Whose sister do we think this is? Joyce's or... Or Papa Summer's?
0: I've always felt like Joyce... Joyce comes across as an only child to me. Because she just seems
1: so, uh... Self-centered.
0: Yes, yes. Self <laughs> self-centered, and what's the other word I'm looking for? Stupid.
1: Stupid. <laughs> we, we we just uh, alienated every only child listener <laughs> yeah Yeah. We literally they were just like, nope, I'm done.
0: Yeah, they're like, you know what? I was with them till that, and now they can just go fuck themselves. No, uh, <laughs> no. She I, honestly, I always kind of felt like she was probably not. So I'm gonna say it was it's it's Papa Summer's sister.
1: Um. I, I, I agree that I think it's Papa Summer's sister, but not not necessarily because Joyce seems like she was an only child. But because have you ever, when you've called Darlene, have you ever had to be like, hey, it's me, Jeremy? Uh, no. Right. But, yeah. Like, I've never had to, like, call my sister and be like, hey, it's it's Well, James.
0: I don't know because we probably haven't talked on the phone but maybe four times in the last 20 years since like smartphones have been a thing (laughs) where we're we're always texting or seeing Mm -hmm. each other in person when she comes in to visit and stuff. So I don't know. I might have to say, Hey sis, it's Jeremy. You know, I don't know. I don't know.
2: Okay. Okay.
0: But you know, I, plus in my mind, I quickly formulated the, the, uh, the story that Joyce and, and this aunt were really good friends in high school. And then she introduced uh, Joyce to her brother, and uh, the rest is history. So, really, <laughs> Joyce and this girl, this aunt, they were really good friends. Um, you know, now they can't be that close because you know the whole divorce and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's a whole another show. Um, it's a, it's a, it's Cle- a clearly it's a half hour uh, uh, sitcom. Um, <laughs> really. <We're, we're- laughs> With that premise, it doesn't sound like a, It sounds more like an hour long drama. Oh no! It's lots of laughs. It's tons oh. of laughs. It's like oh. <laughs> we're divorced and we hate each other. It's like Married with Children, but but with divorce. All right. Okay. So, we'll, we'll pitch that later. Sure. Sure, we will. Uh, so anyway, we cut buffy Buffy spinoff. Nobody <laughs> knew they needed. <laughs> they didn't know they needed it, but they deserve it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so we cut to school and it's lunchtime and there's a, a, guy sitting at one of the picnic tables and another guy walks up and hands him a big, um, brown paper bag and Snyder walks up all of a sudden and snatches the bag and he's like, "Hey, well, you know, there's what's in this bag. Is it drugs? And the guy's like, no, it's my lunch. And Snyder's like, oh, is that the new drug lingo? <laughs> and he <laughs> looks in, and he looks in the bag and then he gives the bag back and he's, you know, he's like, fine, sit up straight.
1: And he walks away. <laughs> Time out. Why was that one guy bringing that other guy's lunch? And
0: why did, okay, I had two questions. Why that? But also, why did he? Did the guy bringing the lunch bag not have his own lunch? Right. And why did the guy's lunch bag, why was the guy's lunch bag like the size of a backpack? <laughs> like there was I enough food in there to There had to have been like, Two loaves of bread and, like, an entire full-size bag of chips or something. Like, it was huge. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's like, oh, here's your lunch,
0: my friend. And the other guy's just not even like, well, where's your
1: lunch at? (laughs) Right. He's like, listen,
0: just sit there now quietly while I eat in (laughs) in front of you. While.
1: While I make myself six sandwiches <laughs> Here we
0: out go. of this entire loaf yes, of bread, yes, because there's twelve pieces of bread in this fucking bag. There's also an entire carton of donuts, um, and a six pack of fucking sodas.
1: But um, I'm going to eat and drink all of it while you sit there in silence. Yes, I might. I I have a
0: pixie stick in my pocket. I might offer that to you if if, As,
1: if you sit quietly. <laughs> As compensation for not only sitting quietly, but bringing me this feast.
0: Bringing me this oversized bag that could probably hold a small cooked chicken,
1: you know, if need be. I will not, however, be making you a sandwich.
0: No, no sandwiches will be made for you, for I am a 90s dude, and we do not share. (laughs) Okay. Okay. Then we cut over it's this little distance away to uh, Willow, Xander, Buffy, and Oz, who were all outside. And I noticed, I think, I, no one was eating, right? Uh yeah, no one was eating. Like it's clearly lunchtime, but they're just like, "Yeah, fuck it, we're not gonna eat. We're <laughs> all, we're all fucking anorexic." Um, and they're talking and um, basically about like the what they're gonna do. Because graduation is coming up, so what they're all going to do after graduation, and of course Xander, Xander's a we know we all know Xander's a dummy. He's clearly not going to college. So um, Willow, liter, Willow, literally got accepted into pretty much every single school on the planet. Can
1: real quick, can I just say that Xander deciding to read and follow Kerouac? Yeah. is like so on point for fucking Xander. Yeah. Of course. Of course he Yeah, he's he like would. he's
0: my teacher. And I'm like, "Yes, of course he is." But yeah, Willow got into pr- literally every school. Harvard, Princeton, um Col- Columbia, fucking um Oxford. Uh, Oxford. Yeah. So she she literally can go anywhere UC she
1: Sunnydale.
0: wants. UC Sunnydale. UC Sunnydale, bro. She can literally go anywhere she wants. Um and there's a point where you know they're talking about how Buffy's kind of stuck, she's she's not going to be able to go anywhere except, you know, UC Sunnydale and um yada yada and Cordy walks up at one point and her and you know Xander are going back and forth, breaking each other's balls and um I'm not going to go into too much detail about all everything they were saying, but
1: when she- well I I do think it's important that we point out that she almost outright refuses to tell Xander where she's been accepted to school.
0: Well, yeah, she just tells him none of your fucking business, which I'm like, yeah, it's it's really not. (laughs) But um, the one thing I wanted to bring up, though, is as she's leaving, fuck, man, she she drops a fucking scather. She's (laughs) like, because Buffy says something there, and she goes, oh, I'm sorry, Buffy. This conversation was for people who actually have futures. And I was like, God damn, this girl has saved your life countless times. Like,
1: I don't know. This is, we've talked about this throughout this season so far. This is season one Cordy. This is season one Cordy. And I don't like it. No, I don't like her this way at all. Like I liked it. In season one.
0: Yeah, I liked It's enjoyable in season one, and then you love her basically as season two and, and and season three go along when her and Xander are together. And then she's right back to season one, Cordy, and it's just like,
1: oh, man. Yeah. Come on. it's, it's The writers literally threw out like a season and a half worth of the best character growth on the show, in my opinion. Yep. And and we're like, nah, nah, fuck that. Yeah.
0: We want her just to be the cliche rich, you know, bitch. But yep. Whatever. Uh, so yeah, uh, that was pretty harsh to go and she just walks away. Uh, then we cut to the library. Um, Giles and Wes <clears throat> and Buffy are in there. And Buffy's basically talking about she wants out. She wants out of Sunnydale. And, you know, Wes is like, now? And she's like, no, not now. I'm saying I want to go to, like, college and shit. I want to I want have a fucking life, you know? And she's like, I got accepted to Northwestern University. And that, that perks up Giles. Because clearly that's his alma mater. <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> no, uh, but it does perk up Giles. And he's, you know, he's genuinely happy and you know shocked and he's like what really he's like oh that you know he's so proud of her and he and he's like that's good that's so good for you buffy and um you know of course west doesn't care he's like you can't leave it's you know it's not allowed you have to stay here <laughs> at one point dude he does this little hand thing like this and he puts it up to his chest and he's like by the powers vested in me by the council i forbid it <laughs> And yeah. dude, it just cracked me. The f- I swear, I think that was
1: an ad lib, I really do. <laughs> and, then, and then Giles goes, "Oh yeah, that'll work." Yeah, he,
0: yeah, he goes, "Oh, I guess that settles it." And uh, but it was so fucking funny, dude. I rewound it a few times to watch it because, uh, yeah, I just found it funny. Um, Here's I I, I want to talk about this real quick. Sorry, uh, I, I'm I'm moving on. Uh, so <laughs> that no, go ahead. Why?
1: Buffy is the only Slayer so far that has lived on the Hellmouth. Yeah. And
0: now all of a sudden it's so important that no Slayer, we have to have her there.
1: Right. Like, why is it so important that she stay there? If it was that important, why weren't previous Slayers sent there? Well, here's the thing. Also, and al- that's also, not the only Hellmouth.
0: It's well, we don't know that yet. Yeah, we do. We've been told that. Have we been told that at this point? Yes. Uh, hmm. I don't. What? Oh, I think it was. The epi- <laughs> oh, it was the episode um, where we, we meet Anya, and we meet the other the the, the other version of Buffy, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Well, I was in Ohio on another Hellmouth." Oh. Yes, okay. so we know that there's oh, other right. Hellmouths. Yeah, right. yeah, Cleveland. Cleveland.
1: Um, okay, so yeah, there's that. But also, Buffy ended up in Sunnydale by fucking chance. Exactly, exactly. It was not,
0: it wasn't like the council came and said, you and your mother must move to Sunnydale to be on the Hellmouth, you know? Right,
1: right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying, like... It didn't matter before Buffy got there. Why the fuck does it matter now? Right. I think it's just a way for the... Just a cheap way for the writers to um,
0: create this this tension and drama, you know? This conflict, yeah. yeah. So, Buffy's like, well, what about if I were to, you know, stop the ascension, catch Faith, you know, all that? She's like, then all you guys would have to do is, you know, just the everyday mundane evil and shit. And then, you know, then I would be back by then for homecoming and blah, blah, blah. You know, she's like, it could work. And, um, of course, again, Wes is not having any of it. And she's like, she decides it's time to take the fight to the mayor. And Wes is like, no, 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 no. And he's arguing with her like, no. And she's just like, yeah, we're taking the fight to the mayor. So her and, her and Giles basically decide they're taking the fight to the fucking mayor, and yep. Wes is just left, you know, yanking his fucking chain. Um. <laughs> uh, uh, sorry. Um. Oh, she does have a, <laughs> she does have a thing which I really liked. Um, I wrote it down because I liked it so much. Um, she's like when she's arguing with Wes about taking the fight to the mayor. She's like, listen, I'm tired of waiting for Mayor McSleaze to to do his next thing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, Mayor McCheese. You see what she did there? No, but I thought it was funny. It, Yeah, it was. Anyway, then we cut to the airport. It's nighttime. A, plane, a private plane lands. And a dude gets out with some snakeskin boots. So we know he's a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> and he's... He walks across the tarmac over there to a waiting limo, where there is a vampire limo driver. So obviously, this is the mayor's uh, limo guy to, sent to take this courier uh, to the mayor. The courier is carrying a large; uh, it looks like metal. Who, who knows what it's made of? It's it's a large box, and apparently, this is the thing that uh, that that he's been waiting on. And he's like where's the fucking mayor you know the mayor was supposed to be here and he's like well he's not And he's like well, i have to take you to him and he's like well then the price just fucking went up and um he's like because i don't like surprises and right at that time he takes an arrow to the fucking chest or i'm sorry to the back that comes through basically is and he just kills oh he's dead and we look up and it's faith she was up above and where the fuck did she get this fucking this, uh, <laughs> no. bow at?
1: But I don't know. Anyway, so she jumps Probably down. Probably the mayor. I mean, he's been giving her all kinds of neat shit. That's true.
0: Or my, maybe it's the bow she stole from the uh, the sporting goods store several episodes ago. That could be, too. She carries it in her zeist pocket. <laughs> um, so she jumps down and comes over, and the guys in the... The limo driver's like, you killed him. And she's like, what are you, the narrator? <laughs> she's like, <laughs> "She's like, get it. Because get, he's got this box handcuffed to himself. So she's like, get, get the fucking keys off of him. And so the guy pats him down. He's like, no keys. And so she fucking pulls out that fucking big honking knife that the mayor gave her. And he's like, that's not going to cut through steel. And she's like, yeah, but it'll cut through bone. And I was like, "Oh, this is about to get nasty!" And they showed the whole thing in detail. It, it was like a saw movie. Yeah, and she, it took forever, dude. Like, cause it's a knife, so she's having to just saw through his arm, dude. It would took forever. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Um, it was a three hour episode <laughs> of just her drenched in fucking gore. Right. She's two slowly hours of it sawing just, this guy's arm. Was off.
1: her just sawing this guy's arms off? Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, then,
0: um, <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, so then we cut to um, pretty much immediately cut to the the mayor's office, and she comes in, and he's all giddy and happy and excited because she's got the box, and he's like, "Sweet, you got it," you know, and he's like, he pulls out this envelope and he's like, "Well, where's the courier? I'm supposed to pay him," and she and Faith goes, "Well, I I made him an offer he couldn't survive." And <laughs> the mayor loves that. He laughs. and He's, you know, he's, he's talking her up, you know, you're so smart and you're taking initiative and your skill and everything and blah, blah, blah. And then they just start fucking dude right there on the table. And it's so creepy because she's like 20 and he's like 60, you know, I don't yeah. know,
1: but yeah. you know, we know, faith. She keeps, we know how faith she keeps, is. She keeps calling him mayor. <laughs> throws Mayor in McSleaze. the throes of passion. Yeah. Like, she doesn't call him Richard or Dick or even Daddy. She calls him Mayor. Like, father And, some, and sometimes she
0: slips and calls him Groner. And he's like, shh, <laughs> shh that's, your, I'm in character. Uh, so, uh, uh, where did I leave off? Okay, yeah. So, then a little while later, um, Wow, I fucked up while I was <laughs> I fucked up, but it's cool. It's cool. Um when they actually pulled up to City Hall, um Buffy was spying because the the plan was to figure out what they were up to, whatever what the mayor and his peeps were up to. So Buffy was spying. So she saw the she saw uh Faith get out of the the uh limo with the box and everything. So she's like, "Hmm, what the fuck is that?" Then we had the scene of 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 Faith presenting the box. And um a little while later, uh, the limo pulls back up to City Hall again, and he parks, and he's kind of sitting there, and kaboom, Buffy fucking punches right through the fucking window, snatches the vampire, and pulls him up, and she's like, so, what's in the box? <clears throat> and um, he's like, it's a dildo. <clears throat> and he's like, have you ever heard of the Impaler? And she's like, no, that's a legend. That's not real. And he's like, it's It's real. real. It's real. And she's like, I heard my mother speak of it in hushed tones. (laughs) It's Joyce, you know? Um... We, uh... We uh, you all right there, James? (laughs) We uh, yeah, you're making a lot of noise with your hand on that mic. Uh, Um, (laughs) we cut to the library, and Buffy has now figured out um what it is. Uh, it's the box of Gavrock, the vampire she was questioning spilled the beans and she was like and then she had to introduce him to mr pointy and uh so this scene this scene is pretty it's kind of long ish but the gist is they come up with we're gonna steal this fucking thing it's obviously important well they know they kind of know what it is by looking it up in the text but it doesn't go into like specific specific detail all they know is that it's something he has to have for the ascension so they're like well we're gonna steal this motherfucker and we're gonna destroy it and then boom he can't he can't have the ascension and um of course everybody's into this um but wes is absolutely against it and he's fucking fighting and bitching and moaning and complaining and (laughs) <laughs> More or less they basically just tell Wes to fuck off and this is what they're gonna do. Um so they each have little things she's like <clears throat> we'll 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 go to the city hall. They have maps and stuff that Giles had gotten. Well that Willow had gotten, but he and Giles she and Giles brought them and they're like, We're gonna go into the skylight and the roof, we're gonna get this motherfucker, and then we're gonna destroy it. And and Giles has got the ritual that they would need to do it. And they hand a list of ingredients to Xander, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, I'm the ingredient guy. And they're like, yeah, because you're utterly fucking useless otherwise. <laughs> so they all set about to doing their thing and just fucking ignore Wes. And um, uh, then we cut to Xander uh, cutting, walking down the road. He's going to uh, um, obviously retrieve these uh, ingredients. And wh- who does he see, Xander? I'm Xander. God damn Fuck it. you. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Fuck you. Oh <I'm> jam- <laughs> dare. James. everyone, has quit the show. He's now left, and he, he will not. Oh, he has returned. Okay. Okay. So uh, <laughs> I meant to say, who does Xander see, James? But it came oh, out. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> who does he see, Xander? <laughs>
1: Uh, <laughs> he sees sorry um, he sees Santa Claus does he <laughs> Surprisingly what, what's, enough. what's yeah. Santa Claus doing at that point he's just sitting there on a bench mm. um, Xander goes up and uh, takes a seat in his lap and is like hey <laughs> he
0: just walks right up and just
1: sits <laughs> right in the man's lap Just sits right in this guy's lap and he's like You know, what I would really like for Christmas is a threesome. With? Buffy, Willow, and Cordelia.
0: Well, that'd be a foursome.
1: Well, (laughs) I don't think he would call it a foursome. It's Xander. He's stupid. Yeah. Right. Um, And then he's like, you know what? Throw Joyce in there, too.
0: And he's like, and you know what? Because I'm feeling merry. Why don't
1: you come along, Santa? <laughs> <laughs> no, he uh, <clears throat> he sees Cordelia. She's in a clothing store. And uh, it looks like she's looking at, at dresses. And uh, of course, Xander being the complete uh, ass muncher that he is, he, he can't help himself. And he goes in and he starts giving her shit about, you know, it, you know, I think the reason you were such a bitch earlier is because maybe you didn't get in and didn't get accepted at any schools and yada, yada, yada.
0: It's like, no, wait a minute. That's you, Xander.
1: Right. And uh, she's like, she's like, well, that shows how much you know I got to accept she pulls out the acceptance letters and starts handing them to him. And she's like, I was accepted at USC, Colorado State, Duke, and Columbia. And then she's like, fuck all the way off. And he does. He he does. does. So we cut to uh, uh, outside the mayor's office. And Wesley and Giles are dropping off Willow and Buffy and Angel at City Hall and um we see that oz and xander are back at the library following willow's directions for preparing the spell to destroy the box <clears throat> and we come back to the roof of city hall and uh angel and willow and buffy are all up there now and angel opens the skylight and Willow proceeds to pour some sort of powder through the skylight baby, and, baby
0: powder, obviously.
1: <laughs> and, uh, onto the box as she performs a spell and it, that breaks the supernatural encasement around the box. And, uh, she, uh, she heads back down the ladder to Wesley and Giles, and meanwhile, Angel has produced a harness to lower Buffy into the mayor's office, Mission Impossible style. Which, I need to talk about this, when it? We are going to talk about this, and we're going to talk about it right now. Okay, good. Uh, this is literally my only problem with the entire episode. <laughs>
0: That's exactly what I was going to say. Because Because this particular part of this, this small part of this scene
1: is my only
0: complaint of this whole episode.
1: There is literally nothing we (laughs) have seen up to this point that says to us, Buffy couldn't make that jump down into the mayor's office. Yeah. And then Slayer leap back up. Yeah. Because she just did it last week there's nothing we've seen up to this point that tells us Angel couldn't make that jump down into the mayor's office and then vampire leap back up. He, (laughs) she literally
0: just did bigger jumps than this last week to jump in order to jump up to the
1: clock tower. Right. We've seen her in the first season. We saw her jump clear over the fence at Sunnydale high, which if you'll remember was like, at least a 12-foot fence. Yeah. And she just leapt over it and landed and was like... Doo, doo. Yeah. So there's no way she wouldn't have been able to make the leap from from the skylight to that table. Yeah. would it? And then from that table back up to the skylight. Yeah. There's no need for this harness. Now, the
0: other thing I want to bring up. Uh huh. This harness and winch she's being lowered down with. Uh-huh. Where the fuck is the winch attached to?
1: Uh the um, the framework of the skylight.
0: Yeah, no, it's not because he's well up above that. Think so? Oh no, you can clearly see it in the shot if you go back and look. He's way above the 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 framework of the skylight. Like it's if if we are going to use what they showed us on camera when they walk up to the window and he opens it up you know the skylight mm-hmm. then the the winch is literally attached to nothing it's just hanging in and and they made sure not to show like like the top of the winch and what it was connected to the way they framed the shot because there's literally nothing for it to connect to it's just okay. it's just floating and then again, as you said, they had to go through all that to lower her down like 10 feet. Right. <laughs> you know, like like that mm-hmm. jump is so small, you and I could make that jump. Now, we now we can't slay or leap back out, but we could right. easily... Well, maybe not in that... In my 20s, I could have easily made that jump down to the table. Like, it's like 12 feet. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> you know, I like, might have sprained an ankle landing. Maybe, but I mean... <laughs> You would have had to land it pretty goofily to do... it. I mean, it's not that... It's just not that high. Right. You know? I don't know. Like, you remember hang dropping? Like, if you were going to come down off a tree, but it was kind of high... Oh, Oh, yeah. You'd hang and then drop to make the fall... Right. Like, if you you did the hang drop off that, it's nothing. Right. It's probably like an eight-foot drop. Yeah. But they have to harness her up and and go through this winch procedure and... Uh, it, right. This Actually, whole... it's, probably
1: less, it's probably less than an eight-foot drop, if you figure. So I fig, I had it figured that the distance between the table and the skylight was probably about 10 feet. Does that yeah, seem accurate? That's
0: what it looked like, 10 to 12. I, I was like, okay, I'll give him the benefit of the doubt and say it was 12 feet.
1: Okay, let's say it's 12. So, so yeah, even if Buffy hang-dropped into it, she's at least... Five feet?
0: Yeah, so it's like a seven-foot drop. <laughs> right, so
1: it's like a seven-foot drop. It's literally like, yeah.
0: nothing. like, Right. So I was like, they could have fixed that entire scene if they had just made it appear that it was a much uh, bigger jump, you know? Right, right. Like at least twice that, 20, right. 25, 30 feet, you know? Then right. it would be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a little, uh, Yeah,
1: let's break yeah, out the winch. <sighs> Because, like I've said, like I said, we've already seen her clear jumps that were at least twelve feet. Oh yeah, straight vertical jumps.
0: And last, and just last week when she goes running through the fucking quad, fucking Slayer jumps up onto like a, a lower landing, runs up right. some steps, does like a front flip, fucking thing, to get up into the clock right. tower. And then this week she's like, "Ooh, it's, that's about twelve feet. I don't think I can make that." And he's. Right. And Angel's like, well, just let me break out the the winch, then I'll, I'll, the lower, winch. Yeah. I'll lower you down. And I swear this was such a rip off. It was like almost shot shot for shot of a lady in the a lady in the tiger. I knew you were going to. It go was. There. It really I knew you was. Were go there? And goddamn, that was in '92. So, yeah, I'm just saying.
1: Uh, even when she grabbed the box
0: and the alarm starts going off I was like fuck right off who the fuck is in there watching this Oh when did
1: um the first mission impossible movie with Tom Cruise come out Late Hold on. late 90s 97 uh, 96 So I would say it's it's more likely they were ripping off that first Mission Impossible movie. No, nope. Lady and the Tiger. Highlander, Highlander episode, season one. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. There's too I'm, many similarities between I'm, these two fucking I'm shows. Sure,
1: I'm sure you're right. I'm sure you're right that the writers and whatnot weren't ripping off a multi-million dollar box office hit. No. From just like a year and a half prior. They were ripping off. Well, it'd be off- like
0: three years
1: prior. They were ripping off uh, an episode of an obscure TV series.
0: Uh, Of which there have been an insane amount of fucking similarities between. So obviously somebody's watching. Somebody watched. (laughs) Just saying.
1: Uh, She, so he lowers her, lowers her down. She grabs the box, so you mentioned this, when she lifts the box off the table, a fucking alarm goes off. And fire um,
0: shoots up and immediately sets her just ablaze. Yeah. It's um,
1: crazy. And of course, the wench gets jammed. Of
0: course. And It's a tri-winch by the way, if you know anything about winches,
1: and no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um I don't I don't know about winches. I know about wenches. Do you know about a sex wings? <laughs> um, I know I know no, I don't. No. no, no. <laughs> <coughs>
0: what I do know no I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. No, I don't know anything. <laughs> um come on mayor mcSlee's so her the winch gets jammed uh vampire guards come in uh, angel jumps down to help her fight the vampire guards karate fight um she ends up like breaking the strap on the winch yeah she just like
0: pulls it off like it's made of of fucking paper Right. And I'm like, wait, this was just holding all of your weight, no problem, but then she just grabs it and just gives it a little tug, and it just it just disintegrates.
1: Uh, Slayer strength. Okay. All right. Um, so yeah, they they fight the guards. Um, they end up getting a hold of the box, and they run out of City Hall. Guards in hot pursuit. They duck into some bushes and uh, we see the van with uh, that we had seen drop them off previously, pull away, and the guards follow after them, and Buffy and Angel go off in the other direction. Um, they pulled a ruse. They did.
0: Why didn't they stake those vampires? Right. Every Listen, every time they're fighting whether it's One or 20 of them. I'm like, why do they keep expending all this energy, karate fighting them and throwing them around and spin kicking them and all this shit? Just stick wood into their chest.
1: See, I don't mind like the karate fights and expending. But like, why? Why did they? Why didn't they kill them? Like it's like instead of flipping a table onto them. Right. Running. That's going to like kill them. Yeah. Yeah,
0: I know. The table? You mean the time? Ta- the giant table they flipped on top of them that was made of wood. Yeah. You mean that table? Yeah. 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 I don't right. know.
1: The table they could have splintered, and then driven into their hearts. Because any other
0: time when anybody needs a stake, they can just basically they look around. Oh, there's a chair. Break a chair. Boom, stake. But this time, being surrounded by natural woods, they were unable to, um, you know. Effectively get themselves a, a Mr. Pointy, right? Right.
1: Who knows? Well, although I have trouble getting a Mr. Pointy when I'm surrounded by natural woods too. I've heard. Uh,
0: have I told you about Blue Chew? <laughs> <laughs> it's a natural, safe, at home, effective way, James, of ridding ridding yourself of this
1: problem. <laughs> Unless they're a sponsor, I don't want to hear it. Oh, okay,
0: okay. <laughs> hey, maybe they should be. <laughs>
1: uh so we cut to a bit later in the back in that conference room and the mayor is not happy that they got his box (laughs) i'm not happy they got
0: his box either let me tell you it wasn't something i enjoyed watching
1: and faith comes in and she's like they got your box but look what we got and what do they got jeremy They have,
0: um, I can't think of anything funny quick enough. They have Willow. Uh, (laughs) they in fact have Willow. And, um, so the, or the angel, (laughs) damn it. (laughs) The mayor is quite happy and giddy with Faith. Like, good job. And then we cut to the library and fucking Buffy is rightfully pissed. And she's like, how the fuck did you total idiots let this happen? How did you... Angel and I were busy uh, being fucking badasses. And you fucking assholes just had one job. Don't let any of you get caught. That's the only job you guys had. Like, where the fuck was Giles and West? Th- did they just sit in that van the whole time drinking tea and, like, giving each other handies?
1: <laughs> I don't know about the giving each other handies part, but the first part,
0: yeah, 100%. And then, wait, no, Z- yeah, Xander wasn't with him, right? Or was he with him?
1: No, Xander and Oz Z- are back at the library. That's right,
0: that's right, yeah, sorry. So, uh, anyway, Buffy is understandably pissed that they allowed Willow to be kidnapped, and you know, Angel's like, well, they must have grabbed her as soon as she got down off the roof. And I'm thinking, what does it matter how <laughs> they right. they got her? You know, you guys right. suck. So they're all like, well... Buffy's like, well, then we're trading him the fucking box back for Willow. And Wes is like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. And Buffy's like, I'm the Slayer. We're fucking doing that. He kind of makes... I hate to say it, but he kind of makes a valid
1: argument. I I I wanted to discuss this with you. Yeah. This is a classic case of the one for the many. Yeah. And uh, I wanted to add, I, I, I wanna know, my intention was kind of like, not put you on the spot, but like knee-jerk reaction right now, you have a choice between saving your best friend or saving an entire town full of people, what do you choose? I'm saving my best friend. Fuck the people. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just going to be
0: honest. You know, it's like uh, this is my best friend who I love and have known for 7,000 years, and and I'm going to make goddamn sure that they're okay. I'm not going to sacrifice them for the thousands that I don't know. Now, that probably makes me an anti hero or whatever, but it's just – I'm just being honest. What about you? Uh,
1: I, I, would not save my friend. Well, uh, yeah. See,
0: I just, I, <laughs> I mean, that just shows that I'm a better friend than you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know if that's what that shows. Oh, okay, Is that, that's not what that shows. No, I just, I don't know, man. I, I don't. I just don't think that I would give too many fucks about a bunch of nameless, faceless people I don't know, and then and looking at the one that I do know and being like, sorry, buddy, got to let you die to save all these fuckers we don't know, and probably half of them are Republicans. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's just me, but... <sighs> I think I'm a better person than you. Um, So... <laughs> if you
1: think that's what it means, that's fine. I think... I. I don't think as much as I love my best friend and I do. He's like well, a brother you. to me. I, I thank you. I appreciate that. I'm not talking about you. Wow! Um,
0: wow, ladies and gentlemen, wow. Wow. All I, he I, I, <laughs> Wow. 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 I'm, I'm hurt. I've never I, been, I've never been so hurt
1: in all my days. Well look at it this way, at least you know that that I'm not you getting would,
0: sacrificed. Not getting <laughs> I feel sacrificed bad for your I feel bad for your best friend.
1: I I don't think I think I would have an easier time dealing with the fact that I lost my best friend but was able to save countless other lives than if I saved my best friend and was responsible for the loss of countless other lives.
0: See the countless other lives just wouldn't I would give zero fucks. And obviously I, you're a hero type and I'm not. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Like I'm I'm more of a a practical uh cold person probably than you are. Like you're more you're more open and caring probably. Um was a psychologist would probably say whereas I'm more I only care about the ones I love kind of thing, you know? I mean, not like in the in the broad sense, I don't feel that way, but if it came down to like, hey, will you sacrifice this loved one to save these thousand people over here, I'm probably going to be like, yeah, don't fuck that. You know? Yeah. Well, that's why you're Batman, and I'm Mythos. <laughs> Because you're a boy you're a boy scout. I've always said that.
1: <laughs> uh where do, where were you?
0: Um so yeah, they at the end of the day, um or no no no, we need to yes, no, okay. We need to bring Oh this right up. the the scene
1: <laughs> that finally solidifies what they're gonna do. Right. Here. Um
0: so they're arguing back and forth, all and of it, them it,
1: it it gets it it's heated. Oh yeah, it gets heated because like, everybody's like every, yelling.
0: Everyone is yelling. And you know, Wes says this line where he goes We have the box here and we have the ingredients and we have everything we need to destroy this fucking box, therefore putting an end to the ascension before it happens and saving this town. And while he says that, Oz quietly gets up from the table walks over grabs the cauldron thing and the stand it's on and just fucking wings it against the wall and destroys it and then he kind of looks at Buffy and like nods at her like yeah I'm with you we're saving Willow and at that point Buffy just looks at uh, Giles and she's like make the call and that's (laughs) that argument just got
1: fucking ended really quick
0: don't fuck with the werewolf
1: well, yeah, well, not only that, but like, you know, Oz is the only one that was quiet the entire scene. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and that's why I said when we Which were. Which he always oh, is quiet and very right, contemplative. So. When we were introing the episode and, and I briefly mentioned this scene, it's it's extremely powerful. Mm-hmm. You know, because like I said, Oz, was, Oz doesn't say a single thing throughout this scene, you know, and then he just eventually gets up and wings the cauldron against the wall. And like, that's the end of the discussion. Yep. Like, and I don't think it's the best way to put it. I think, I think it was the perfect way to, for the group to come to that decision that they were going to, save willow
0: yeah at, well at, they were it was everybody was
1: for saving willow except wes right well so. and and to i'm gonna say to wes's credit for lack of a better term he wasn't against saving willow yeah right. he was yeah. against making a trade trading the box willow. to save willow yeah right but, he was very much like i want to help willow too but we need to find another way yeah. And everyone else was like, "No, this is the only way. This is the best way. We this is how we need to do it." And I don't I don't I don't know. I don't think I don't think Buffy ultimately making that decision for everybody would have been as impactful as what we got here with Oz essentially making that final decision for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So well, then we cut the city hall,
0: and um, Willow is locked up in a like a like a spare office kind of thing. Um, and she she drops a box at one point that's got some shit in it, and that gets the attention of a vamp guard, who comes in, and she's like, "Hey, don't touch me, because I have a rape whistle." And she just blows it really loud. <laughs> no. Right.
1: But, like, the little ball is missing from inside. <laughs> so it doesn't make any noise. Or it's just like. Right. So then so she drops it and she's like, she's like, well, you saw what I could do to that whistle. And then all of a sudden, this weird, like, 70s
0: kind of. Disco-y music starts playing in the background, and he just starts taking his shirt off. And -hmm. she's like, what are you doing? She's like, I was talking about how we could blow bubbles together. (laughs) And he was like, oh, and he starts... Yeah. Anyway, so he comes in, and... Would a
1: vampire guard be a, a, a Vard or a Gamp?
0: I like a Vard. Vard? I like Vard. So the Vard comes in and she's like, no, but she is like, hey, you know, don't, don't touch. You can't hurt me because you haven't been told to. And if you do, then the mayor's going to fuck you up.
1: Yeah. She's like, did you get permission to eat the, eat the hostage?
0: Right. And he's like, well, just a little taste. And she's like, oh, he's going to bite her. Well, she's using her telekinesis that we saw a few episodes ago and we see a pencil hovering behind him. And then she shoots it into
1: him and dusts that motherfucker. Hands down, three, almost four, well, three, almost to the end of three seasons into the show, my favorite dusting so far.
0: Oh, yeah. Definitely the coolest dusting. I, You know me, and you know I'm going to have a slight problem with this, which is I don't think... Number 2 pencils have been made of wood for like 60 years, but <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with it. We'll go with it. Because it, it was definitely the coolest. Yeah, um, yeah I think it,
1: yeah. Well, in my opinion, the the coolest dusting we've seen so far oh, in yeah. in the show. Now, I got the impression, James, yes. that she
0: set this all up. Not being oh, yeah, not 100%. being captured, but because oh yeah I, be, okay so you're with me on that okay yeah because yeah. she she leaves this room and goes is heading down the hallway to the mayor's office when she hears him and faith coming out so she turns around and runs back and and hides and they come out talking about oh they won't they won't come here tonight they're not that stupid and the mayor's like well you know he talks about how they're dogs and they're dumb and yada yada and um. So they go on by and then Willow comes out and heads to the mayor's office and she's in there snooping around and she finds his little cabinet full of um, demonic worshiping idols and whatnot. Weird eccentricities. Yes, there's also the Impalers in there. (laughs) We see the Impaler in in its full glory at that point. Yeah,
1: and she's just, she's in awe of it. Yeah, And and she
0: immediately takes it and like, She's going to take it for home for later.
1: She, she carefully, almost lovingly lifts it out (laughs) of the cabinet and you hear her murmur under her breath. I've only heard my mother speak of you in hushed whispers. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then she puts it on the ground. And she proceeds to hike up her dr- no.
0: Um <laughs> whoa. Oh, whoa Now we've gone too far. Sir. <laughs> we've gone too far. Uh oh. No um so she's Oh go ahead.
1: Although although sidetrack um she uh, Willow's looking mighty fine in that dress she was wearing this Oh, episode. come on.
0: Willow's always looked mighty fine. I,
1: well, yeah, but I don't know. There was something about that that dress was, like, long and slinky. It like, liked
0: her curves. We'll put it that way. Yeah, yeah it certainly did. Um, God, we are... Listen to us. We sound like fucking pigs. Well, too, who we are. Um, So, <laughs> everybody knows. Respectfully, word. I would bone her. Wow. Wow. <laughs> we've been canceled again. That's like the that's got to be like the 40 45th time we've been canceled since we've we started canceled. the show.
1: Yeah. Um so she I think the reason we haven't been canceled is because I think we are I think kind of like at the beginning of this episode. I think we've been outspoken enough in where we stand on certain issues and certain things that hopefully the people listening know not to take us seriously when we say shit like that.
0: Well, you can't really take me seriously with,
1: from anything I say. Well, right, well, so, right. yeah.
0: Hopefully people have learned that by now. So anyway, she can continues rooting through his little curio of curiosities, and she finds a little button, and she pushes it, and the little trap door opens, and voila! It's the Books of Ascension from a few episodes ago. So she pulls them all out and sits down and commences to reading through them, and I'm like, "Why the fuck didn't you just pick get the books and get the fuck out of the god of City Hall and get the fuck back to this library?" But anyway, yes, sir. So she's she's reading through them when Faith shows up and she's like, "Oh, what does she say? Ever the bookworm or something like that."
1: Uh, something like that, yeah. yeah. Look at the little look at the little bookworm or something like that, yeah.
0: Yeah. So they have an argument, and basically, you know, Faith is like, I'm going to fuck you up. And she, Willow's like, I'm not scared of you. And, and she's like, yeah, you are. And she's like, no, I'm not. And they just say that back and forth for like 10 minutes. And then, right. <laughs> no, at one point, Faith fucking punches her, dude, right in the fucking grill. And Willow goes down and and she's comes back up and and uh she fucking falcon kicks her right in the fucking pussy right, oh, wow. <laughs> right in the pussy wow and fucking oh. faith is mm-hmm. like slayer 46, slayer. 46 <laughs> cancellation right there yeah. 46 slayer or not that's putting you to your knees
1: that's putting you to your knees and yeah so um uh um what was i gonna say oh um what willow says to set faith off yeah i like i was like because because faith it, is like oh good.
0: what are you gonna say that 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 you know you're still my friends and it's not too late and i can still be helped and willow's like oh no it's way
1: too late for that yeah she's like it's way too late for that yeah and then she's she's like she basically lays it all on the line for her. She's like, You she's like, Yeah, you've had a rough life, but boo fucking who, bitch. Yeah, like, there's people who have had you, way worse. Right. She's like, you had everything going for you. You're a fucking slayer. You had friends like Buffy, like and you fucking threw it all away. Well then we get the and, we get where the name
0: of our episode comes from, and she says, You've made your choices.
1: Yeah, she's like, you've made your choices. Yeah. And then that's when Faith, like, fucking clocks her. Yeah, that's when Faith clocks her. And then she
0: gets up and fucking Falcon kicks her in the pussy. So Faith learned her lesson. You don't punch Willow. Willow will go for the fucking, she will go for the jugular. Or or the pustular. Or the pustular, yeah. Because when she's down, she's fucking, she picks up the impaler, and she's going to fucking stake Faith with the impaler. Through the pussy. I was going to say, and not through the heart. <laughs> no. Uh, so, anyway. Um, oh, my God. What is wrong with us? I know. It's too late at night. That's the problem. Um, where did I leave off? Okay, yeah. So, at that point, the mayor comes in to the office and he puts a stop. He stops Faith from doing anything. And, um, and he says, <laughs> from,
1: from wrecking Willow's
0: world. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know, though, man. Even at this point, we know how much. Spoiler alert. Well, I won't even say that. But even at this point, James, I believe Willow is fairly capable of pulling some things off. Let's just say that. and yeah. leave, leave it at that. Um, later on, a, a couple of more seasons, I wouldn't fuck with Willow <laughs> <laughs> like at all. Um. So. Yeah, so then the mayor sits down and he's like, because I just got a very interesting phone call. And we're like, what could that be? (laughs) Then we cut to where, James?
1: Where are we cutting to? It's a flashback to the phone call he got. Mm -hmm. And he's he's actually at home already. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the phone rings and he picks it up and he's like, hello. And then you hear on the other end, they're like, yes, is this Mayor Richard Wilkins? And he's like, yeah. And they're like, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I don't have a car. And they're like, Oh, and they just hang up. Mm-hmm. That's yep. that's that's it. That's all that happened. Yeah, yeah. And and, and so I'm while like, he's while he's recounting this to Faith and Willow, they're both just looking at him, and he's like, What? I just that was an
1: interesting phone call. And they're like, And right, they're like that you felt the need to come all the way back here. And tell us like that? to tell us about it. Yeah. I don't. And he's like, like also like on the off chance that faith had also come back. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't They're like, I don't know. It seems, seems weird. And he's like, no, no, that's what happened.
0: He's like, I've never heard of something like that
1: happening. And I, they're like, that I, is
0: very strange. Cause this is 1999. Right, you you may in fact be the first person to receive that that phone call. (laughs) That phone call, yeah,
1: Mm. yeah. They didn't. They didn't know. No. (laughs) That (laughs) fell flatter than four o'clock. We cut to the cafeteria at good old Sunnydale High, and uh, by the way, uh, just really quick. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on it, but. No, I'm going to keep going. Okay.
0: Um. So. <laughs> Why do you think they chose the, cap- like, the school in particular? Okay. Just really quick. B- budget. <laughs> okay. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Let's move on. No,
1: really. Um, fair enough. Th- I. I mean, I think, like. From a production standpoint, sure. clearly that's why. Of course, uh, I think from an like an in-world standpoint, um, uh, I kind of think Buffy like like lays out the reasoning at the beginning of the scene. She's like, you know, because they say, you know, or Oz and Xander have an exchange where they're like, you know, everything's all locked down, you know, and Xander's like. Yeah, it gives me that cozy, trapped feeling, and Buffy's like, if there's only one way in, then there's only one way out.
0: No, 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 I get that part. but And if that's what, what they wanted to do, why choose a school with 6,000 doors and 8,000 windows that they had to go, like, secure? Why not? Oh. You know what I'm saying? Like, why not? I don't right.
1: Know. And, like, like... Like real world explanation, I I would say it's one hundred percent budgetary. Oh yeah, for the show. Oh yeah, like in in universe explanation, I uh, I think it's because it's the place they felt most familiar with, if things went south. Right.
0: Plus they're like, listen guys, pretty soon this is all going to be destroyed, so let's use it now.
1: <laughs> right. What? Um. What? What? No, what? but I think in universe that that was probably the reasoning is that the school is a place that they're very familiar with, and they know their way around very easily. So if things were to go sideways, it would it would be easy to maybe get it back under control.
0: So, are you are you in fact saying that this is their safe place?
1: Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. All right. Um. So uh, the mayor and Faith with Willow show up, and of course with a couple of henchmen. And um, uh, the mayor uh, gives some what he calls fatherly advice to Buffy and Angel, and um, even though Angels way older than him, he uh, he basically tells them that that their, their relationship is doomed and that Angel's immortality will cause problems and not to mention that he can't have a moment of true happiness. And um, He mentions his wife. He says, I married my Edna May back in Ought 3. Edna May. And uh, stayed with her right till the end. And, you know, he... Basically says that, you know, as she got older and kind of grew senile, she started to resent him for his, his youth and, you know, this and that. And um, He tells Angel that it's selfish of him to, you know, do that to Buffy. Um, uh, anyway, they make the trade, the box for Willow. And at that point, Principal Snyder shows up with some cops.
0: Still looking for
1: drug deals. Thinking he's caught them all in a drug deal. By the way, when did Snyder become
0: so concerned with drug dealing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't think he's ever even brought that up before. But, buddy, this episode, hey, maybe this was when this came out. Maybe it was just say no to drugs week. Maybe.
1: Okay. <laughs> um... Things kind uh, of drug deal. Uh, the mayor uh, surprises Snyder, who's all like, Oh my gosh, Mr. Mayor, I didn't realize it was you. Uh. Um, That's a pretty which, good acting job. Thank you. Which, on one hand, was weird to me because up until now, I think we've kind of been given the distinct impression that the mayor and Snyder were more. Secret lovers. <laughs> secret lovers. <laughs> I've
0: I've honestly always That's had the
1: what they are. I've honestly always love. had the
0: impression that, that they were that that they were lovers.
1: Like maybe Snyder was really Edna May. Well, Snyder's definitely the, the bottom. <laughs> Thank God. Hundred percent. No, but no, but seriously, like I've I've kind of gotten the impression that they were more like. In cahoots than this, you know what I'm saying?
0: Well, I, I never got that impression, but I, I I always got the impression that that Snyder was definitely scared of the mayor, and right, and definitely like, um, yeah, I guess that's the best way to say it. just just scared of the mayor and like don't fuck with the mayor. Like I've always got that impression. I don't know about the cahoots yeah. thing though. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe, maybe you know.
1: I don't know um so anyway, um the mayor's about to explain to Snyder what's going on, and one of the cops uh opens the box, which lets out this big bug looking thing like it's like a beetle mixed with a crab, mixed with a spider, like mixed with a demon <laughs> mixed with a
0: penis what? It just has a big floppy dong hanging off of it. <laughs> it's like a snuffleupagus's trunk. <laughs>
1: <It's> a <motherfucker. laughs> um, uh, uh, so it attacks that cop and it kills him, and then it kind of scampers away. Um, it's ver- think very
0: much. It's very much like the face huggers from Aliens. You know, um, it runs sk- skitters away and it's hiding and they're all like oh fuck where is it at oh, la, 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 la. Yeah, yeah
1: giles that, they tells they them not to open too. the door um so they to as so as not to let the bug out um, the bug ends up jumping onto the mayor's face and faith grabs it and throws it across the room of course the mayor's the wounds on the mayor's face heal right up because um, as we know, he's invulnerable what? until the Ascension. What? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we, and Snyder sees that, and he's all like, Oh! oh, oh. Yeah, now he's, um, now he's
0: like, I'm really scared of this guy now.
1: Right. Um,
0: and then the mayor's uh, all like, Who let the bugs out? Who? Roo, who, who, roo, roo, roo. who? Who? Who?
1: Who? <laughs> okay, yeah. That. Well... <laughs> And then Xander's like, I think it was the cop over there that's dead. Yeah. You know, and then the mayor's busy. like,
0: oh, okay. I was just curious. Oh, yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. Yeah. I you're right, son. Good good I call saw that. student. Student. Good yes. call. No, the mayor would definitely call Xander son. Yeah. Yeah. He'd the probably offer him a, a he, cookie. Right.
0: Because you know he has he, some like saran wrapped up like in his pocket. Right. He
1: would be like he would be like, You're absolutely right, son. I, I recall that happening now. Would you like a cookie? And yeah. then he'd pull some Saran Wrap and, cookies out of his pocket. And you know what else
0: he has in his other pocket? Warm milk. No, <laughs> I hope not. I was going <laughs> to say Werther's Originals.
1: <laughs> oh, man. I would take a couple of those. Yeah. I love me some Werther's Originals. Right. And he's
0: all like, you want to come into the van?
1: I would get into the van for some Werther's Originals. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you would. you get in the van for like a fucking napkin and a fucking toothpick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well... What are we going to do with the napkin
0: and toothpick, though? Use your imagination, my friend.
1: (laughs) Uh, Buffy stops another bug from getting out of the box, but another one jumps onto her back, and she throws herself backward and squashes it. Therefore, another one bites the dust. Another one's gone, another one's gone, another one bites the dust. Cha-cha. Hey, they're going to get you to another one, bites the dust. Okay, we're, we're fired. We are fucking fired. <laughs> the only comments we're going to have next week are from Darlene and Catherine. They're going to be like, we've stopped listening to this. Yeah, show. they're going to be like, you guys, you really should just not do this anymore at all. And we'll be like, stop. Yeah. please stop recording at 10 o'clock at night. We yeah. don't know what happens after eight o'clock, but it's a shit show. Yeah, it's a definite shit show. Um, so then Faith spots one of the bugs on the wall behind Wesley and she re- re- rears back to throw her knife and Wesley thinks she's throwing going to throw the knife at him. And like he pees himself and cowers like a little girl.
0: Yeah, there's literally he, there's literal urine in his pants, and it <laughs> wasn't it wasn't special effects. Like Alexei Denisov, like saved up the pee to pee in himself. He's a method actor.
1: Um, but Faith uh, throws her knife at it and impales it and kills it. Um, Oz asks if that's all of them, and the mayor says no. He's like, there's about 50 billion of those guys in this box. And then he's like, you want to see them? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let them yeah. all
0: out. Let's fucking clean this fucking earth.
1: Um, he orders Faith to leave with him and she hesitates looking back at the bug she killed. Um, and then she follows after him. And Buffy pulls the knife out of the bug and the wall. Um, Buffy now has
0: Faith's knife. She does. Um, uh,
1: we cut don't, to later. Don't forget, don't forget
0: what Snyder says.
1: What does Snyder say? Oh, <laughs> Snyder's like, why couldn't you all be dealing drugs like normal people?
0: Yeah, and then he just kind of walks away. He's in complete yeah. shock. Yes. It's
1: funny. Um, we cut back to the library later on, and Willow's telling Buffy all about her escape from, or uh, attempted escape her from. Her horrific City Hall.
0: 20 minutes of captivity.
1: <laughs> City Hall and her confrontation of faith. And Giles is like, This is all fascinating, but what do you remember from the fucking books of Ascension? Wait, bitch? A minute.
0: Wait a minute. Time out. Time out. Am I correct in assuming that she was both captured and released in the same night? Yes. Okay. So she was in captivity for like, I don't know, like two hours.
1: Yeah, maybe. Okay.
0: Okay. Go on.
1: Um, and she like, she's kind of like hems and haws a little bit. She's like, Oh, I didn't have a lot of time to read it, but there was a couple pages that looked pretty interesting, but I really didn't have a chance to look at them um and just as giles is looking kind of disappointed she pulls out a handful of pages from the books of ascension that she had ripped out and hands them to her to giles <laughs> and she's like go decipher these
0: and he gets so happy and giddy <laughs> he like does. like she he gave does. like she gave him i don't know a warm scone or something right from her pussy oh my god <laughs> We are canceled. What is that, 47?
1: 47.
0: 47 cancellations. We've been canceled almost as much as Arrested Development.
1: (laughs) I love Arrested Development. (laughs) Right? Right? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, um, So we're in good company. Um, Wesley... Uh, Wesley is mad because they are seemingly right back where they started.
0: Yeah, and of course he has to say it like, "Well, it's as though we're right back where we started," and everybody looks at him like, "Shut up, Dick." Because uh, I mean, really, because, what are they out? Right, they're right. no worse. If anything,
1: they're a little bit ahead. They've yeah, got they've these got pages now they've got from pages the from now. the book.
0: You're right, exactly, but he can't. Yeah. He can't. He can't be positive and and
1: and see that. Right. He can't he can't he just, just
0: has to be a massive
1: dick. Right. Like he can't just wrap his dick around the fact that they should be happy about this. Right.
0: And he didn't even want to go save his own real life wife. But, well well, they weren't married at this point. But so. but he was willing to sacrifice her. I mean, what a dick. <laughs>
1: um so we cut to the next day and Buffy and Willow are sitting outside the high school and well, oh. uh, Buffy's telling Willow about how she doesn't think she's ever going to get out of Sunnydale, and you know, Willow's telling her that, uh, you know, that's probably maybe that's not such a bad thing, and and then she reveals to Buffy that she will be attending UC Sunnydale with Buffy, and. Um, Buffy's excited, but she's also like, you know, I can't let you do that. You've got great opportunities at other schools and, you know, I can't let you go to UC Sunnydale <laughs> just because of me.
0: And Willow, I love the line. She goes, she goes, okay, of the two people here right now, who's the boss of me? Right.
1: <laughs> um, uh, and Willow basically tells her, like, it's not just because of you, you know, it's also, you know, because I want to be, I want to keep being a part of what you're doing and fighting evil and helping people and, and you know, what better place to do that than here. Um, and then they decide to go get some mochas. Yeah, with vodka. <laughs> um, and then where do we go, Jeremy?
0: We're at a house fire um no <laughs> we uh um we cut to back to that dress shop where we saw cordy earlier and again we she now she's in a uh has a really pretty dress and she's like holding it's the it, same
1: one it's the same one she was looking
0: at before oh okay i didn't put that yeah. together and she's holding it up in front of the mirror and looking at it and then this lady walks in and she goes chase You know, what are you doing? Your break was over 10 minutes ago. I still need you to do that restocking and and the sweeping the back room and blah, blah, blah. She's like, come on, get to it. And Cordy looks kind of sad and puts the uh, dress back on the hanger and turns and leaves to go do what she was told. And you're just like, what the fuck is going on?
1: Yeah, we see that Cordy is working at that dress shop.
0: Cordy is a working woman. She is a strong, independent, working woman. She, but not in the she way don't you would need, like her.
1: She don't need no man. But not in the way you would like her to be a working girl.
0: That's that's true. I'm not gonna lie about that. Um. So, uh, then we cut to Angel and Buffy cuddling against a the tombstone. <laughs> they have a little blanket set up, and they're they're literally cuddling in the you know, in the midst of apparently patrolling and whatnot, and she's filling him in on the college plans and everything, and that she'd be going to UC Sunnydale, and Willow's going to go too, and that she's, you know, happy, and that she'll be even closer to his place, and I'm like, wait, how big can Sunnydale really be, <laughs> honestly? Um, then they bring up about, you know, what the mayor was saying about his, you know, his fatherly advice, and they're like, you know, he doesn't know anything, right, you know? And Angel's like, yeah, he's he's evil and she's just like, yeah, big time and you know, he he can't know anything. He doesn't he he's he doesn't have he's never had any re- lasting relationships except with Evil, right? I mean, he doesn't know anything. And Angel's like, yeah, right. We're going to be fine. And credits. Yes. Credits.
1: Credits. How about How about you
0: shut the fuck up? (laughs) (laughs) We're having a podcast. I say shut the fuck up.
1: Okay. How about a little monsterology, Jeremy? Okay, I can't Well, too fucking bad, you dick. (laughs)
2: Shut up your ass, you fucking son of a
0: bitch. That's the second time he's quit the show today. (laughs) He's a quitter. Ladies and gentlemen, he's a quitter. (laughs)
1: Uh, no monstrology this week. I, I, I mean, I got like Pandora's box vibes from the box of the Enigma box. yeah. Galvatron or whatever the fuck it was called.
0: <laughs> Galvatron?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Galvatron. laughs>
0: Wait a minute, is this Transformers or
1: what? <laughs> the, the the box of Megatron or whatever. the, <laughs> the, fucking, the box of know. fucking uh, of Mumrah, I don't know what it was. Right, right. the fucking Allspark or whatever.
0: What, what was fucking, it like the Everliving or something? I don't I don't even know. I don't yeah.
1: Mumrod that ever living yeah i don't play like, i don't know the sword of power whatever right
0: <laughs> i mean what what are you the sorceress of fucking Grayskull? i mean right
1: come <sighs> on um that's really the closest thing i i would compare it to would be pandora's box um uh so that's really the only monsterology but we still we never really got a clear like a real clear like idea of what part it's going to play in his ascension. No, we didn't, but we so, will. Right. Uh, I'm hoping that's something that plays out in the next we three will. episodes. We <laughs> will. Um, Sorry. Our body count this week was eight. Um, our music this week, uh, just our original score by series composer Christoph Beck.
0: Jeremy, do you think it's actually Beck the musician, and he's just using that name?
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm—I don't even know why you're asking that. I thought it was just understood.
0: Oh, you th- oh, it was okay. That's a well-known yeah. fact,
1: right, right? Okay, that we're—that we started. We're starting <laughs> that, here that now. we have let everyone know. Right. Okay. It's a fact that we just created oh, okay. right here for so everyone. It's, to be aware So it's
0: of. it's alternative fact. It's it's
1: an alternative fact. Okay. Yeah.
0: Better known as a lie. Because that's but the literal definition you, of an alternative fact. You you
1: shut your mouth. You shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth, you your whore mouth with them facts. Sorry. And yeah, and you're real things and your numbers and your <laughs> And all logic. your
0: learning, boy. And what are you some kind learning. of learning, boy?
1: And your science. You think you're fancy because <laughs> you got them science numbers?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, 48. 48, by the way.
1: <laughs> 48. 48 okay. cancellations. Um, why don't you tell me your final thoughts on this episode? Mm-hmm and give me your rating mm-hmm. on a scale of 1 to 5 Edna Maze. What do you rate this episode?
0: This episode's a 5. Um Okay. Okay. It's literally the only complaint, actual real complaint. I mean, we always break a show's balls all the way through. Um that's right. that's what That's what we do. But my actual only real complaint of the whole episode was was the fucking winch scene. Um so, and that wasn't like a massive thing. It was just, it was more silly and funny than anything, <clears throat> right. but, uh, great writing. There's, it's always great acting. So it's not even fair to say that because yeah, that's a given even, with this show.
1: Even, even episodes that we've scored like two and below, like, yeah, the, the so acting is still the outstanding. The acting is, is still,
0: the actors can only do so much. Right, you know, right they can only deal with but anyway yeah this this episode this is a must see this is definitely a must watch because this plays a huge part in these last coming three episodes and um yeah we get faith we get lots of the mayor we get it's like it's like a hodgepodge of mental um orgasms in this episode. <laughs> We get a little bit of everything we want to see. Right. That I wish we had been getting the last three episodes, but I digress. We hadn't. So it's a solid five. It's a definite must watch. If it's going on the must watch list. Anyone who um you know is wanting to check out my must watch list, I would I would force them at gunpoint to watch this episode.
1: Well then they're not
0: wanting to check it out are they? <laughs> well they will when I put a gun to their fucking head won't they? <laughs> no, um yeah, it's fantastic. I loved it. Um very fast moving episode. Um which I don't <clears throat> I don't always like that, but in an episode like this, it's perfect. There doesn't need to be tons and tons and tons of exposition and and you know soliloquies and to be to or not to be, you know,
1: to to me uh, I, and like, I would have to go back and look at what we've rated as fives in the past. But to me, it seems like if if an episode seems like it was a very quick watch, like you get to the end and you're like, "Holy shit, it's over already!" I I feel like you, we can almost guarantee that that's going to be a five episode.
0: Yeah, because everything flows so smoothly and if, so quickly. And you're like, whoa, we're at the, like, right. I want it a little bit more. Right, and so good you don't realize that the time is going by. Yeah. Whereas the ones that are kind of stinkers, I have noticed myself looking at the the, the, the play dial at the bottom of the, and I'm right. like, okay, how much more of this do I have, you know?
1: Right, yeah. So, uh,
0: yep, solid as a rock, baby. Uh, James.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
0: Tell us your final thoughts, and also on a scale of one to five, how many Mayor McSleezes do you give this episode? Um,
1: I'm going to give this a one. No. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> You're like, what? I'm like, what? Uh, no, this is a five, dude. Hell yeah. Um, I, Full disclosure, I spoiled Jeremy before we started recording. I was like, I know we Diddy usually, ever. like, i was like i know we usually go into this like blind and wait till the end to find out from each other but I, i'm gonna tell you right now this is a five for me oh yeah um uh it, it it it's just it it's such a good episode um like you said it at this point it's almost pointless to say the acting was phenomenal because the acting is always great um the the writing was was excellent the direction was excellent um uh like you said it sets us up for the final three episodes you know going in here um it's it's everything that you want in in one of your final episodes leading to this season finale um And I said it last week um, with Earshot. I think if there was an episode that had to have gotten pulled in the season, Earshot was probably the best episode for it to happen to because it is so, that episode was so singular and not, didn't really have anything to do with Um, the overall right leading into our series finale or our our season finale. And that's, that was, that was jarring to have like you, you really expect your last batch of five or six episodes to really be reeling it in and focusing on that lead up to the finale, uh, which this episode does like, you know, Uh, phenomenally um it's definitely a must see um if i'm scrolling through channels and buffy's on and it's this episode i'm watching yeah well yeah it's like
0: i said it's it's a mental orgasm
1: yeah it's yeah it's a five hands down yep
0: all righty well uh james Mm -hmm. could you do me another favor could you tell the, the lovely listeners and viewers, how, how, can they, uh, how can they reach us if they would like to either uh, converse with us, give us their thoughts, or even cuss us out?
1: Um, I would start by going to buffyrevisited.com. Uh-huh. They're going to find a link to our Facebook mm-hmm. and our YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, they can go on Facebook and they can comment on any of our posts there. Um, we post weekly, uh, about the current episode. Um, also occasionally I will throw up random posts that I find, uh, interesting, uh, or that pertain to the Buffyverse. Um, so yeah, they can comment on any of that stuff. Um, uh, they will also find a link to our YouTube where, uh, they can view the video version of this very podcast that they're listening to
0: this exact uh, one
1: this exact one wow and uh they'll be able to leave us comments there they will also find a link to our email address which is buffy revisited at gmail.com feel free to email us and we will address all uh comments and reviews and thoughts and criticisms uh here on the show um I used to say we'll respond um, to your comments. um, But you've grown way too high and mighty for that. On on YouTube or on Facebook. Um, Not that we've grown too high and mighty for that, but I feel like uh, we address them here. So it's almost redundant to address them there as well.
0: Yeah, we we will do a like or whatever to let you know we have seen it and read it. Right. Right. Well, we would rather talk about
1: it live, live exactly. and in color. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, occasionally, you know, uh, uh, we might respond to try and and spark further conversation if, if, you know, if something, you know, tickles us enough, and if, and we might my, want to. It...
0: If my tank gets tickled, I will possibly. Wow.
1: Um, and we want to dive further into into something that was said. Um, we'll respond and do it there. Uh, but for the most part, yeah, we we will we will like uh, or love or in some way acknowledge your the comment that you've left to us and then um, listen for it to be addressed here on the podcast. So,
0: you know, Facebook needs a new, you know the like and the love and, the, and all that. They need mm-hmm. one that's like a, a, a
1: nipple tweak
0: because that's I would use that a lot. Would you? Yeah, that, that's a what tweak, that's. What if I a ju- What if
1: I just? What if I just make you a GIF of me twicking my nipple? Okay. And then you could post that in response to people's comments. I'm good with that. That would okay. be fan damn tastic.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, James. Uh, any final closing thoughts or uh, suggestions for how to use the impaler?
1: <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> we're um, we're we're ramping into our final three episodes here this season, and uh, I spoiler, uh, spoiler alerts
0: l- lots of fives.
1: Spoiler alert! I I, th- I think we're in for a run of of fives here there's a chance that our scale might get broken again possibly um I'll we'll have to becoming, tune in to find out though right I la becoming parts one and two um there's just something about season finales man for the most part they're always like especially
0: I spoiler alert I've always said the season three finale double finale was my is has always been my my all-time favorite
1: yeah i mean for me for me i really personally it's probably becoming part one and two and then graduation one and two yeah um would be would be my my list um but but yeah um season finales those those tend to uh i mean we broke our scale for becoming one and two right yes (laughs) <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, we're both. I think I gave we we went, one of them a seven. <laughs> yeah, we, we went we went over our one to five. And spoiler alert, I, I can almost guarantee you that's going to happen again here with Graduation Day Part 1 and 2. You'll have to tune um, in to find out.
0: You'll
1: have to tune in to find out. But mm, uh, that's that a pretty good chance. Of, <laughs> um, and I only say that because uh, uh, thinking ahead... This might be the last time that actually happens.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Oh well, well, for 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 yes, for Buffy. Right. It's Although, I can tell you now. Listen, spoiler alert again. Angel for for me, probably edges out Buffy in my heart. The, there's the, the the show. I mean,
1: I'm I'll give you a spoiler alert now for for Buffy going forward. I don't know that there's any season finales that are going to break our scale for me personally, but there are standalone episodes that are going to break scale. Yeah. And there are, and
0: there are a couple of episodes that will break our hearts.
1: (laughs) Yes. But anyway, um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're ramping up into these final three and, oh man, it's a fucking ride. Yeah, it really is. Talk about a mind orgasm. Yeah. Um, Buffy at its best, man. It really is. 100%. 100%. So. All
0: right, everyone, thank you for joining us this week. Next week, we will we will be getting into Season 3, Episode 20, The Prom. So, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. And we're looking forward to seeing you all there. I have been one of your hosts. I'm Jeremy.
1: I'm your other host, James. Ta-ta.